Hello, you're listening to the St. Louis Rhythms and Roots podcast brought to you by the Musicians Association of St. Louis. I'm Rob Crosley, and I'm a choral fellow placed with the Musicians Association. St. Louis Rhythms and Roots is a podcast where we chat with professional musicians who are in, from, and or passing through the St. Louis region, and we get to hear how they got started in their musical journeys. We also explore the unique power of live music and hear from the people who make it happen. Our guest today is Nancy Schick. Nancy is a French horn player with the Metropolitan Orchestra here in St. Louis, which you're hearing right now. And she is someone who's very involved in the St. Louis music community. Nancy is the secretary-treasurer for the Musicians Association of St. Louis and performs all over town in many different groups in addition to the Metropolitan Orchestra. So without further ado, here's my conversation with Nancy Schick. All right, so I'm here with Nancy Schick from the Metropolitan Orchestra of St. Louis. How are you doing, Nancy? I'm doing great. Awesome. Thanks for coming in and speaking with me today. So, why don't you tell us a little bit about what you play and where you play it? I play the French horn, and that's the instrument that goes round and round and round and comes out somewhere, (laughs) as I've heard it described. I play at the uh, Muni and the Fox shows, and I play uh, with the Metropolitan Orchestra and various children's programs with brass quintets and wooden quintets, kind of a grab bag. (laughs) <laughs> all right, so you're all over the place a little bit, huh? Yes. I'm very busy. How long have you played the French horn? A long time. <laughs> I started when I was eight, hmm. and it's 50-some-odd years now. Wow. Long time. Yeah, what what made you uh, pick the French horn specifically? Actually, I think my dad picked it for me because I could make a sound on one, and he was <laughs> very impressed with that and thrilled because that was his favorite instrument. And I started on the piano, and when I got old enough to hold a French horn, lo and behold, one showed up on my birthday. (laughs) That's awesome. Um, So, playing with all of these different groups, uh, how much uh, on a regular basis do you practice from week to week? I try to get in an hour a day. Given my schedule, that's difficult sometimes. Um, Sometimes I don't get anything done in a day, but I aim for an hour. Okay. Uh, so how much does your French horn cost? We, we talk a little bit about um, how to get started in music. So maybe give us a, an idea of what a maybe beginner French horn might cost and uh, what um, a professional's French horn uh, would cost. Okay. There's actually quite a wide range of prices. You can get a student model French horn for between 1200 and $1,800 that will play very well for a period of years, carry you through college. Once you get past that point, um, the mechanics of the instruments don't change that much, but the sound does, and that's what mm. you're paying for. And some professional models cost almost $20,000. Wow. Um, so what what is it that you like best about playing the French horn? I like the sound. That's probably my favorite favorite part of it. It's very versatile. I can play with woodwind instruments and not drown them out. I can play with brass instruments, such as the trumpet, trombone, etc., and pretty much keep up with them, although not entirely. And, of course, the orchestral setting is fantastic. Some of the very best music ever written, I think, was written for horn. Hmm. Other people might dispute that. And uh, it, you can even play the, the horn in a, in a big band. Um, Stan Kenton used uh, actually the mellophones, but 
those pieces can also be played on on the horn. Yeah. And so in this podcast, we want to uh, talk about live music and, and what's special about um, kind of that, that power of live music. So uh, if you can tell us kind of what, how you feel about um, specifically live um, concerts. Live concerts are fantastic in a nutshell. The reason is because you get a lot more of the full spectrum of music. If you're listening to a recording, in order to get it to work, the engineers have to kind of squish it down to fit. Hmm. It's, it's kind of a one-size-fits-all. When you go to a concert hall, it it isn't limited except by the players themselves. And when you get a great orchestra on stage, you hear amazing things, and you feel it physically. Hmm. Do you have any uh, specific examples that you can share with us of... Uh, kind of one of those special moments uh, in a live performance? Mm. Eileen Farrell came in to sing the Isolde part on Tristan and Isolde, which is one of those long, rackety Wagner operas. <laughs> and she was singing with the entire St. Louis Symphony on stage. This wasn't a stage production. It was a concert production. Mm-hmm. And it was a very large orchestra, larger than usual, because there were extra players. And she effortlessly matched the level of the orchestra. It was astounding. Wow. That's really great. Well, Nancy, thank you so much for, for coming in and, and, and sharing with us uh, some of your musical experience. Glad you asked me. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, well, thanks again. And that was my conversation with Nancy Schick. If you'd like to find out more about the Metropolitan Orchestra, you can go to metro-orc.org. That's metro-orc.org to see their schedule and buy tickets for one of their upcoming performances. If you want to know more about the Musicians Association, visit them at masl2197.org or follow them on Twitter at musicpro underscore STL. Thanks again to Nancy for visiting with me, and thanks to you for listening to the St. Louis Rhythms and Roots podcast, brought to you by the Musicians Association of St. Louis. We'll see you next time on St. Louis Rhythms and Roots, so until then, keep making music. Music.